The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! What's happening, people? Uh, I'm glad that to hear that the East Coast is treating you well. Hopefully you have, you know, a couple more days of good times and good friends and family before you head back to, you know, the left coast. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to be leaving just in time because I see y'all's fall weather is kicking in out here somewhere around middle of the week. I don't like that. So Uh, I'm going back to to sunny skies. And you haven't even been out there long enough to be spoiled, have you? In California? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Almost four years. Yes. Oh, I guess I, I guess after like one and a half years of not having like a true winter, yeah. it, it, you just get used to that, right? Right. I mean, we have winter. It's just California style. You know, that's what 66. Our, that's what our fall sunny. is. And you talking about you got to leave. Well, I saw when I was watching the news last night, shocking, I was actually watching the news because I was sitting up talking to my cousin. He watched the news and we saw the weather report. It's going to be like 70 by Thursday. It's still 80 in California. 70, that's good. I keep forgetting it is, it is in fact, mid-September. Yeah, 70, that's good weather. It's supposed to be starting to cool down by now. Still should be I like, like it. the summers. Yeah, you and Miss Simi, um, y'all, y'all definitely have that same vibe. Simi is a Cali, a Cali person too. <laughs> Not Simi. I'm thinking about. Wait, am I thinking about Simi? Cami D. Thinking about Cami D. Cami D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Simi, she is, she is a tropical person. Yes, she is. See. <laughs> yes, we like warmth. Warmth. <laughs> I like my Christmases at 75 degrees. Coming from. A Chicagoan who's probably seen their fair share of white Christmases, that disappoints me. Yeah, I that just look, I spent thirty plus years in Chicago and I'm over those winters. No more. Okay. These old bones <laughs> just <laughs> You sound like uh one of the snowbirds down in Florida. Listen, these bones can't uh can't do that winter anymore. I was home in April and it was about fifty some degrees and I said, Oh, I need a hat, a coat, a scarf, gloves, long johns. It was it was chilly. Oh, you have just gotten so soft. Mm-hmm. It has just uh... Hey look, when it comes <laughs> to the weather, yes, but don't get it twisted. I'm still from Chicago, okay? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I ain't that soft. 
Well, this is SmackDown Matters brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the Razzlecast dash the CSPN and then subscribe to the show with the new day holding the Razzlecast logo. And that will get you this episode and all the other episodes of SmackDown Matters in your podcast each and every week. So, here we are, Knoxville, Tennessee, on the campus of the University of Tennessee, probably a, a place that you've spent a lot of time in, personally, being there. Yes, you, you four whole a, years. A proud volunteer, through and through. Yes. So, everybody. All day, that's my second, my second home. Everybody's here to see Binky. So we're going to have a homecoming celebration for her. But we open with the recap of Seth Rollins beating and injuring Edge last week with Michael Cole doing the voiceover to explain what happened. Now it's time for the bloodline to get things going. We see a clip of Brock Lesnar returning last week and issuing the challenge to Roman Reigns. Then the demon showed up because he's going to be facing Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. The winner of that match will get Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. And Roman Reigns tells Paul Heyman to teach these people how to acknowledge him. So Heyman goes into a speech about how Reigns never takes a day off. He fears no man, beast, or demon, but they all fear him. Heyman says, don't boo me. You know that it's true. Heyman knows that Balor is scared of Reigns, and last week he saw something in Brock's eyes. And then here is Big E to interrupt. The fans give him the reception. Uh, His... You know, on uh, SmackDown, you know, showing up as a WWE champion. So, congratulations to Big E. Yes. Uh, uh, your thoughts on Big E defeating Bobby Lashley on Monday Night Raw? I know you didn't see it, but I know you heard I it. I did. I went on YouTube and watched it. Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Taking my advice for once. Yeah. It's a great show if you watch it on YouTube. Yeah, you know, you get it all done in like 10 minutes. I'm like, wow. I told you. Three From three hours to 10 minutes. <laughs> But I did watch the match, and I was very proud of um, our boy Biggie. I think Bobby Lashley was a wonderful champ. You know, him and the Hurt Business definitely carried Raw through through this pandemic. And I'm glad to see that Biggie is going to be reunited with the New Day. So very happy for him. I hate to see the black on black crime, but it was great for Biggie and I love this for him because now all the haters can shut up I'm talking to you Booker T <laughs> uh, so uh, Biggie does you know the laps around the ring high-fiving folks and when he finally gets in the ring before he can say anything here's Finn Balor to interrupt as well Finn Balor needs to stay in the child's place but they've been trying to treat him like a child and overstepping him. When John Cena did it to him, now Brock Lesnar's trying to do it to him. So, but we are getting a preview of Biggie versus Roman at Survivor Series. Finn is ruining the moment. <laughs> I like Finn, I do, but he's ruining this moment for me. Okay, so we take a commercial break and we come back with a tag team match: the Usos versus Finn Balor and Big E. Feels like we missed like five minutes of like a really good promo for them sitting. Yeah, 
See, do you see Vince just ruining stuff again? Man, I wish he would retire. <laughs> the spear through the ropes is cut off by a kick to the face, and a super kick gets a two count. Finn Balor comes back in with the sling blade, and it's the coup de grace to Jimmy. At the same time, Big E hits the big ending to Jay for the pin, and the winners are Finn Balor and Big E. Oh, I know Roman was not happy. <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of Roman, him and Paul are watching in the back. Roman asks if, if there is anything Heyman needs to tell him. Reigns asks if Heyman knew about Brock showing up at Extreme Rules, and Heyman insists that no, he doesn't know anything if it's going to happen. Heyman knows that Lesnar showed up last week with the lie about Heyman knowing about SummerSlam because Lesnar is scared of Reigns. That's the mask he hides behind, you see. Roman asks if Lesnar is going to be at Extreme Rules again, but Heyman doesn't know anything about it. Rain says he doesn't pay Heyman to think, but he pays him to know in advance. Mm. Mm. The way Paul was holding that championship while he was trying to explain to Roman that Brock Lesnar is afraid of him is so good. Paul Heyman does some some A1 acting. Give that man an Oscar. <laughs> Everybody's favorite rocker, Rick Boogs, is taking on Robert Rude. Rude knocks him into the corner to start and snaps off a quick blockbuster for a two count. But Boogs is right back up with a Samoan drop and a T-bone suplex. The Booze Cruise, his pump handle slam, finishes off Bobby Rude. And Rick Boogs is your winner. So they do the, you know, Boogs and Nakamura, Pat McAfee deal on the commentary table. And then out of nowhere, Commander Aziz comes and kicks uh, Nakamura in the face. Apollo Crews is right behind him. They beat down Nakamura and Rick Boogs. And then Apollo Crews makes a challenge for the Intercontinental title. Mm. I appreciate how they did Shinsuke either. Yeah. Um, Apollo Crews out here channel, challenging, uh, channeling his inner Killmonger, asking, "Is that our king? Is this your king?" Uh huh. When Nakamura was down, flat on his back. And we see what happened to Killmonger at the end of Black Panther. <laughs> uh, we recap Kevin Owens versus Happy Corbin, including Logan Paul and Corbin beating Kevin Owens up. Kevin Owens cuts one of the worst promos Kevin Owens has ever cut. Because Kevin Owens' contract is almost up and he has he does not care anymore. It's like when you know retirement is coming, you're just like, whatever, dude. I'm just here to ride this thing out. I don't know who wrote this for him, but it was awful. He says that he's ready to beat Corbin up and basically make him he said that he's had he's sad and he's not happy right now, but when he beats Corbin up, he's gonna be the one that's happy and Corbin's gonna be the one that's sad. Who wrote that? His kid? I don't know. It was awful. Kevin Owens is not re-signing his contract with WWE. That's that was that's the foreshadowing there. <laughs> Dave Meltzer needs to write about that. We got Mo Meltzer. Who needs Dave? That's right. We do got Mo Meltzer. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Happy Corbin. Um, Corbin <laughs> jumps, <laughs> jumps Kevin Owens from behind to start. Well, not even to start the match, but before the match, leaves Kevin Owens land, and there is no contest because Kevin Owens cannot compete. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for cutting that terrible promo. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we look at some of Bianca Belair's high school athletic accomplishments since she is back Thank in Kayla Braxton interrupts Paul Heyman. He has a near heart attack. She says that she has learned that Brock Lesnar will be heading to Raw in the WWE draft with Heyman laughing at the idea that Kayla has sources. Heyman accuses her of having a sexual lust for him, but she okay. can't be with the wise man. Leave him alone. Then Big E is here as well with Heyman having to congratulate him on his title win. Big E says he's looking forward to facing Heyman's boy at Survivor Series, whether it be Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, or maybe Finn Balor, because Heyman and, and uh, Roman may have just overlooked him. The Usos then jump Big E and lay him out. <laughs> I don't like all this minority crime. <laughs> Makes for good TV, though. Yeah, Big E took a whooping here. Uh, he coming back. Um, so that does that mean we're going to be getting Biggie on on Raw and SmackDown each and every week? I might start watching Raw. Well, you might need to watch it this week. Oh, it's the Go Home Show. No, well that too. But what they have promoted doesn't mean you're going to get it. But yes, we've learned that. Hopefully, since it's going to be in my home arena and I'm going to be in the building hopefully we get it even though I'd rather see it at, at Survivor Series but they're mm-hmm. promoting New Day versus Bloodline <gasps> this is not going to give us what we want oh my gosh almost like did a cartwheel I was going to say something else but it's Sunday <laughs> wow <laughs> gotta watch church later <laughs> This is so exciting. <laughs> yeah, I would have much rather seen it in that Survivor Series, though. I would, too. Why does Vince keep doing this to us? Yeah, he's hot shotting because it's Monday night football. He got to, I don't know. He got to compete. Yeah, it was the Lions and the Packers. I mean, he probably could have waited to a little sexier matchup, but yeah. Yeah, because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers don't even want to be a Packer this year. So, I mean, yeah. Did you see Seth Rollins' outfit? What was our fashionista or fashionista wearing this week? I missed it. He looked like a slab of ribs wrapped in some <laughs> foil. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, if you look at what Becky's been wearing lately, it all making sense. <laughs> They're just going in each other's closets at this point. <laughs> Seth says... That someone should have helped Big E, which was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a shame. Somebody should have been back there to help Big E. Uh, never mind that, though, as Seth Rollins wants to talk about how great last week was for him. What happened to Edge was horrible and scary, and Rollins described feeling the bones break. We see a video on the match, plus the attack, and Edge leaving in the ambulance. Rollins asks, what were you expecting to happen? Last week, he had his great win, and then everyone was staring at him and calling him a monster. No, he didn't go too far, because Edge went too far to try and face Rollins last week. Rollins blames the fans for pushing Edge to the match, including cheering when Edge called him Edge Light. What makes it even better (laughs) is that Rollins is not done with Edge. See, this week on NXT, Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix, said that Edge was at home recuperating. That means that Edge is watching. So Rollins wants to know if Edge is physically and emotionally capable of getting back in the ring. 
Rollins saw the fear in Edge's face and he cannot live with himself for feeling sorry for someone like Edge. That's why he can't move on until he finishes until he finishes Edge once and for all. Rollins can either go to Edge's cabin and beat him up in front of his kids and his family, or Edge can crawl back to this ring for one more dance. The rubber match, huh? Mm-hmm. So what are they, one in one? They a are. piece? They are. I mean, Edge trying to ride out. He like, look, my contract coming up. Edge just trying to be a family man now. Well, Edge is is smart. He comes in, does his one or two months in a row, dips back out for two or three months, and then comes back, you know, smart, keep yourself, you know, what the length of his career that he wants to wrestle. If he's got three years that he has in his mind that he wants to wrestle, this is the way that he can do it and pretty much keep himself safe. Yeah. You know, wrestle for a couple months real hard, and then they got it made. Yeah, I wish I could do that with my work. You know, work for like a month or two, and then take three months off, (laughs) but still get paid. Nice, yeah, be great. Uh, Becky Lynch isn't worried about Bianca Belair getting momentum because she has stopped Belair in her tracks before. Tonight is Binky's homecoming, but Becky says maybe she'll have to check it out because she's never been to a homecoming before. You think um, if this was a true homecoming, we would have took Becky by the yard? Um, you think she's cool enough? You, you, know, you think she's cool with what? Going into the yard, you know, homecoming, like college, like, you know, football no. and all that. No. No. She didn't even know, like, she doesn't know the right terminologies anyway, so no. <laughs> um... Zelina Vega and Carmella versus Liv Morgan and Tony Storm, aka. Wait, there's a Tony Storm fighting? Yes, aka Thick and Thicker is what I'm calling Liv Morgan and Tony. I always call her call her a bowl of oatmeal. Oh, <laughs> Tony. Uh, somebody is not being fair to the viewing audience because they got Tony Storm in these long pants. That's not we. That's not. That's what not we what we want. That's not what we asked for. Exactly. Uh, Tony Storm suplexes her way out of trouble and brings Lib Morgan back in with the tag to kick Carmella into the corner face first. Carmella thinks her nose is broken, so Zelina and a screaming Carmella walk out and they are counted out. If you didn't watch NXT, this was probably like, oh, interesting finish. But if you watched NXT, it was like, oh, they just did this on NXT like three weeks ago. Yeah, but you know, that doesn't count because I was NXT 1.0. We're <laughs> 2.0 now. And I don't like it, but we can talk about it later. Oh, okay. Post-match, Liv Morgan asked if she broke Carmella's nose, but if she did, she isn't sorry at all. Morgan is tired of Carmella running away, so she wants a match with her at Extreme Rules. If Carmella accepts, Morgan will make her look as ugly on the outside as she does as she is on the inside. Mm. Mm. Liv Morgan out here. Ooh, let's go, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. The Street Profits are looking forward to celebrating with Bianca Belair, but more than that, they want the tag team titles from the Usos. Can't have them right now, guys. It's still their time. 
Carmella is in the trainings room and accepts the challenge for Extreme Rules. That's cool with Zelina Vega, who will face Liv Morgan next Friday night on SmackDown. So are they trying to build up the women's tag division or... I think they're just trying to make sure that they didn't get caught with no women's match three weeks in a row. That's true, too, because you know we were going to make a make a, a ruckus. Y'all already done made a ruckus for the past. We will keep making a ruckus. <laughs> I want to see all these. Wait, what big is all these big sweaty men? <laughs> men meet <laughs> bumping up against each other all the time. <laughs> uh, Finn Balor talks about being born into a family of railroad workers instead of coming from a wrestling family like Roman. He says he fought and clawed to come here, and the demon comes from everyone who has ever disrespected him. The demon is a rage in him which cannot be controlled, and it summons him. Roman Reigns and the Usos' disrespect has just lit a fire in him, and you are looking at the face of Finn Balor, but extreme rule, but at extreme rules, you will see the face of a demon. Then, so Finn Balor with paint on his face, got it. Then the light shines onto his face, and he turns into the demon cool edit, editing trick mm. probably took him like 45 minutes to an hour to get all that face paint on him to do this like cool camera little trick but it was it was cool Roman's shaking in his J's <laughs> uh, now for the highlight of black wrestling twitter of all of Smackdown Naomi comes up yeah. to the reveal and wants to know why she can't have a match. Look, I saw them big big green uh, balls in her head. I said, oh, she ready to fight, fight. Oh, uh, yeah, she had the big adult purple uh, purple mm-hmm. in her head. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like that a lot. Uh, she lifts off her resume. She gets in Sonya's face, promises to, promising to get her match one way or another. She's like, and oh, I was feeling it. She said, I've been here longer than you. I've accomplished more than you. Basically, read her for filth. <laughs> yeah, so everybody has been uh, going up for Naomi after that promo. Good stuff there. Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn for the third time. Dominic hits a hurricane run into her enziguri as Rey Mysterio, who is on the commentary desk, is in full effect cheerleader mode on the sideline. 619 connects, but Dominic takes a little too long getting up to the top rope for the frog splash, and it connects with the knees of Sami Zayn, allowing Sami to grab him in a cradle and a pinning predicament, and Sami Zayn defeats Dominic Mysterio for the third time. Well, Sami still, I missed this one because... I get bored with the Mysterios. Was Sammy still dressed like a homeless person or has he changed his look up? No, he still looks like, um, you know, he still looks like, like he a, could have fought in Fidel Castro's army. Like he got a bunker under underneath the <laughs> underneath his house in case the world ends. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Um, so we look at some more of Bianca's Belair's accomplishments from college, um, and then we see highlights of she attended her high school homecoming celebration. Austin East. That's uh, the name of her high school. Okay. So, yeah, so the kids were definitely going up for that. So here is Kane coming out to be the official for Bianca's homecoming. 
Uh, Kane brings up the fire and says that never gets old. So he brings out Binky, who is in the Tennessee orange. Uh, yes, looking just as good as she won like a dream sickle. <laughs> there are balloons that are in the Tennessee colors with the table with something uh, underneath the cover as Kane asks her how it feels to be back in Knoxville. So they show the crowd. You see, if you watch this on TV, I know y'all saw the one black girl with the long EST ponytail waving it. Of course. That's that's what it's all about, right there. Right, because I'm about to give me a long braid, <laughs> and I'm put EST in it too. B- uh, Binky is overwhelmed and thoughts about how her dad, who was in the front row, taught her to finish something if someone started something with her, and that's what she's going to do with Becky Lynch at Extreme Rules. <clears throat> Kane says that she'll have to bring the title back to Knoxville for a big celebration, but he has a gift for her tonight. The key to Knox County. Yay. So, you know, one of those, and we need a Bianca Belair day, too. One of those big old, you know, symbolic keys to the city or county or whatever. So Binky thanks everyone and is proud to be Knoxville made. She wants to celebrate the town, and that means it's time to sing Rocky Top. Yes, at high volume. <laughs> but here comes Becky, bright yellow jacket, See. some sunglasses. See. She mocks See. the song and says that Binky has a key to the county, but Becky has the title on lock. Binky says, you don't even go here. She don't. That sparks a you don't go here chant. Becky says tonight can be... Uh, Binky's night because at Extreme Rules it won't be. Becky offers a handshake and uh, they do shake hands but Binky pulls her in. Uh, Becky tries to miss, uh, tries to hit a close li- clothesline but she misses it. The manhandle slam then plants Binky as Becky leaves the ring and spoils the homecoming for Bianca Belair. See? It's like we have this beautiful Thanksgiving dinner and then Vince is just throwing in potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> yeah, this beautiful spread, and then you get to the end of the table, and it's like, who brought this? This don't belong here. Well, at least she didn't get, like, put through the table or something. She just, you know, Becky just caught her again. Wasn't Binky makes that man, the, whatever that slam is called, she be selling it, though. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I'm just saying. I don't appreciate them spoiling her homecoming because they would never do that to, you know, one of the lighter persuasion wrestlers. Well, they did, to, and they disrespected Zelina last week. See? Mm-hmm. During 9 11, she didn't even get her match. You see how they do us? Mm-hmm. So, another entertaining addition of SmackDown. I mean, of course, it wasn't last week's episode in MSG, which you can hear more behind-the-scenes stuff about over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash TSPN Media, as Miss Simi was there in MSG, so you can hear her firsthand commentary. And she was, in the, was she in the EST section? Of course she was. That's right, EST High. Yeah, so if you are a patron, listen to that. It is up and available on the Patreon page. Um... Would you? Um, I think that this is going to be a very interesting time for 
SmackDown right now because the draft is coming up, plus the mm-hmm. Sony show. So they got Roman kind of doing a lot of things at once. They're teasing a lot of stuff. They're teasing Big E. They're teasing Brock. Well, they're confirmed with Brock. We got Spin and Demon right here coming up at Extreme Rules. So he's a very, very busy man right now. Yeah. He's going to be showing up on Raw in some form of capacity on Monday. So, yeah, the Roman Reigns is making the rounds. I guess they're getting everybody ready. Because he is, what did he say? He is WWE. (laughs) <laughs> he is the head. He ain't the head of the table for no reason. <laughs> the tribal chief. The HNIC. Now I want to hear why you didn't like the new NXT. Oh, it was just a setup. It's too bright. Oh, you, you, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel dark and gritty anymore. Not, and that's what I really liked about NXT one point Right. It's too pretty now. It's all bright and cheery, and I like dark and gritty, and you know, more. So yeah, that's the only thing. I, yeah, I like when it felt more underground. Yeah. Now it's just, meh. Did you? Uh, uh, are you a part of the Trick Williams uh, Creepcast Appreciation Crew? Not yet, but I will be. <laughs> I am part. I am the president of the Carmelo Hayes uh, Creepcast, though. Um, I'm the founding member. B Fab, she had her first match. Yay, B B Fab. Yes, it just like she does, hero. We uh, we saw some debuts of some new talents. Uh, Rick Steiner's son, Big Papa Pump's nephew. Oh, uh-uh, you can't call him Rick Steiner's son. <laughs> That's the rule. I didn't make it. Ben see it. Braun Breaker. It's a terrible name, but okay. <laughs> they could have called him Brick Briner. <laughs> I mean, they could have called him Rex Steiner. Like R E X Steiner. Not Rick Steiner, son, but it rhymes with. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,. Indy and Dexter, did you see it? I sure did. You know I was going to be front and center for my favorite WWE couple's wedding. <laughs> so that was Dexter, great. remember that time when you snuck in my window in Johnny's house? <laughs> I said, oh, we going there? <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> Do tell the rest of the story. Yeah, so Dexter Loomis, uh, after two years on NXT, finally broke his silence. Uh, wow. Beth Phoenix saving the day. As always. Yeah. Was she the best woman? Or the, what is it? Maid of Honor? Matron no, of Honor? No, she came in to officiate the ceremonies because um, after Andy gave Dexter those great vows, he just did a thumbs up like Orange Cassidy. And, uh, and the minister was like, hey, man, come on. Your, your soon-to-be wife just poured out these lovely vows, and that's all you got to say? And Dexter didn't want to take the lips, so he put him in the silencer and knocked him out. So there was nobody um. to officiate the proceedings. So everybody was yelling, William Regal, Regal, Regal. He was sitting over there like, nah, not me, not me. So Damian Priest was a guest of uh, Austin Theories, so people started chanting for Damian Priest. And then Beth. Oh, because his last name was Priest. And then uh, Beth Phoenix jumped up and was like, I knew something like this was going to happen. So that's why I went online last night and got ordained. 
<laughs> Beth is so smart. And yeah, it went off without a without a hitch. It was great. Uh, there is one part where they get to the you know if anybody objects to this union part. Oh yeah, I saw that. And everybody raised their hand, and, and Dexter <laughs> showed them his his what is it, machete or axe. <laughs> he said, "Shut up now." Yeah, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is your new NXT champion. Yes, I saw that. It's about dang on time. They gave my brother some more respect. Uh, so he. Too bad him and uh, Thatcher couldn't be tag champs. Um. But I take it Timothy Thatcher is legitimately hurt. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, poor Kyle O'Reilly didn't even get a chance to to compete in the matches. He got taken out by Ridge Holland and and Pete Dunn, and we got a new another newcomer, Von Wagner. Uh, he he got put into the match and almost won. Almost doesn't count. Yeah, almost won. And so that's. Unless you're betting on horse races and you do a place bet, then almost counts. <laughs> so there's your NXT 2.0. We're getting ready for a big uh, episode of Dynamite coming up this week um, as they're going to Queens, Flushing Meadows, a.k.a. Center Court, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Oh, sooky sooky now. Yeah, this is going to be like Huge. The place where Serena Williams reigns supreme. Now they're going to give us Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson on Wednesday night. Give us what we want. Yeah, so tune in. That's going to be a, a, a big deal on uh, Wednesday night. Do you know what I actually watched last night? Of course you don't because you weren't here and I didn't tell you. <laughs> So as I was sitting chatting with my cousin and the TV was just on in the background at this point, Ring of Honor comes on. Okay. I've never actually watched an episode of Ring of Honor. I've seen clips. But I was like, oh, this is interesting because, you know, they have all the rules before the matches mm-hmm. start. And mm-hmm. My cousin was like, is this thing WWE? What is this? I said, this is Ring of Honor. And they, I guess like Impact, well, no, Impact does have some audience, I believe. But Ring of Honor still does not have live audiences. Mm. Were you impressed by any of their performers? Yes, I only watched the first match because at that point it was 2 a.m. and I needed to get to sleep. But I think I'm going to check it out. Um, I'm going to have it on demand on YouTube TV. So I might actually check it out. It's interesting. You know, I like to expand my wrestling horizons. That's right. That's right. That's right. So... Um. I'm intrigued. Intrigued. If you uh, if you're a fan of uh, Ric Flair, Tommy Dreamer, Scott Hall, no, Lesnar, I suggest no. not watch this week's episode of uh, Dark. I haven't Dark watched Dark. it yet, but I will. What was it about Brock Lesnar that? Um... Uh, basically, he was pushing up on Goldust's wife. Oh, that doesn't. Su- oh, Terry Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. They're all trash human beings. Tommy Dreamer could have just STFU. You know, that's free. <laughs> and what did Scott Hall do? Razor Ramon? Oh man! Uh, basically, he was drunk and peeled up, so they was wheeling him through the thing like weekend at Bernie's. Oh and god! And um, the same woman that Ric Flair cornered and made touch the little Nate, he like ripped her blouse, and she was, <gasps> like, probably would have gone farther, but he passed out. Was this a private plane? I remember I, the, yeah, the whole... Yeah, it's a WWE plane. 
after their oh because i was about to say this would never fly on delta airlines (laughs) two week uh european tour when they were on their way back that poor woman Mm -hmm. definitely she's probably still and for her to give that interview i was like that probably that man i i empathize with her yeah, so that might be. Uh, I think they were trying to maybe get ready to set up bringing Ric Flair into AEW, and uh, they they may have to. Well, they suspended the Tommy Dreamer indefinitely. Oh, word. From Impact or whatever. Yeah. Okay. He got suspended after that aired. Mm. But the fact that Tommy Dreamer compared sexual assault to a hairstyle is just. Yeah. Sir, what? And it's sexual assault. It's not a joke, right? Um, and then to compare it to, it was basically one of those. I'm sorry, you felt that I sexually assaulted you. What? This to know that's not how this works, right? So yeah, that was yeah. So very revealing uh, episode of. They call it the dark side of the ring. We we knew it got dark, but man, this is just yeah. That was a for a lot of people who haven't ever heard that story or or knew that something like that existed. It definitely was a a one eighty for for a lot of them for how they thought about some of their favorite wrestlers. Yep, just goes to show Mm. you never know. Right, right. All right, Miss JT Max. I'm going to be the first one to wish you good luck this afternoon. Are you going anywhere to watch the game, or are you going to be out and about and not worry about it? Um, I am going to watch the game. I'm going to have to stream it for my Sunday ticket because, again, it's blacked out here, but we'll see. Okay. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Well, good luck to the Bears against the Bengals. See if they can even up their record at one and one. Yes, let's hope so. <laughs> well, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Happy birthday to her. Ba, 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 ba. We do need the, uh, the sound effects, don't we? Right. Mm-hmm. And to our WrestleCast crew. And yeah, and I'm going back to sleep. So my brain's kind of like. I don't know who else to shout out. Oh, shout out to Candace Parker because she now has Candace Parker Day in Chicago. I think it's September 16th as of this week. No, yeah, she got that. Or maybe it's the 15th. You seen that new commercial? No, which one? I yeah, missed it. I fast forward through gives, commercials. Gives us, it talks about all her like accolades. And at first, you're thinking they might be talking about like Derrick Rose because he's in the commercial. But mm-hmm. then it's a Candace Parker commercial, and they're like, and some people like some people call her Candace Parker, other people call her Ace because of that. Ah. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's real. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, it's real good. Um, yeah, tis all. Well, thank you, Miss Jason Max, for joining me once again. Different time for us uh, due to your travels, but you still made time for this, so I greatly appreciate it. Shout out to the landlady on her birthday, Miss Didi Jonay. May her drinks be strong and her day be merry. Um, shout out to Mo to the underscore Reese, my uh, trusty uh, co-host over on the Rawcast, my 
my man who be hosting the Twitter spaces when I can't. I definitely appreciate him. Uh, thank you to Anwar Starwin and Miss Simi. And thank you to Cami D and Miss Jupiter Julep and Madam Lizette and Miss V, um, Laura Singh and all the ladies of the glow, uh, the Wrestle Bays. We definitely appreciate y'all. Everybody who joins us in the Twitter spaces, Kyle at Ram, Black Howling, uh, Mike Fresh, uh, Smiley. So definitely appreciate everybody who tunes in each and every week for the live tweets in the Twitter spaces. Keep providing us with your commentary with color. Uh, as we do the same thing here on the WrestleCast and SmackDown Matters each and every week. So for my co-host, Miss Jade the Max, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been SmackDown Matters. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. See y'all. more than respectful so I'm not gonna play this game with you anymore when is my match there's there's not that much time on the show tonight come to me next week and we will figure it out I don't know what your issue is with me nor do I care because I've been here longer than you I've accomplished way more than you so you're acting as if I don't deserve to be here is pretty bizarre I am a two-time Smackdown women's champion okay and one thing you clearly don't know about me is that I never quit so mark my words one way or another I am going to get my match now do you feel that 